This is Original Six. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the fourth episode of Original Six. The one, the only, the greatest, the goaded podcast about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Ryan Sabine, and as always, joined by my co-hosts, Paul Ananitis, Zach Mullen. Boys, how you doing? Huh, well, considering what the Leafs did to us this week, not really good. I ho- I'm hoping for a better week. I don't think I slept with a smile on my face. <laughs> you normally sleep with a smile on your face? Yes, when the Leafs win, I sleep with a smile on my face. It's a little creepy. Okay. Like just I a little know it's bit. not. Yeah, well, yeah, it could be better after that Leafs loss. Uh, a little bit shaken up after the last two. But, you know, it's, it's a long season. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I feel, like, I feel like this episode is being a very somber mood. It's like we don't have a lot going for us right now. Like that, that I'll call it a collapse. That's like David Ayer's territory for me. Oh, yeah. That's That's like David Ayer's territory. Any sort of game seven against Boston territory. That's where I'm sitting right now. Oh, that's up there then. Because the the game seven against Boston is like the top of that list. So for anything to kind of be close. Now we're we're in more. Come on, it's the worst worst team in the the NHL. You're going to give up a four-goal lead, 5-1. With 61 minutes to play? Yes. 61. That's absurd. Yeah, that's up there with the David Ayers stuff. I feel like we always get right into hockey. How are you guys doing? What have you been up to? I don't even want to talk about hockey right now. I'm depressed. I'm so sad. <laughs> what have you guys been up to? Tell me about your lives. Other than watching hockey, what do you do? Uh, nothing. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do nothing. I stay at home and wish I could go outside. No, yeah, cool. nothing much else we can do right now. That's true. Yeah. In other news, there's this new thing called the c- coronavirus pandemic that I heard about. A panoramic? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I heard about it. Mm. Yes. Sponsored by Corona Beer. Mm. It's Rona season. Exactly. All right. Before we shoot ourselves in the foot, let's... Uh, Let's move on. Thank you very much for tuning in. For those of you listening, uh, we don't have any Instagram shout outs this week, but if you don't follow our Instagram account at Original Six Podcast, make sure to do so. For every Leafs game, we post a picture uh, letting you know who we each think is going to score the opening goal for each team in the game. And we ask you to comment before the game, one player from each team, letting us know who you think is going to open the scoring. And if you get them both right, you get a shout out on the podcast. Hasn't happened yet. Maybe this is our week. You never know. Get better, guys. Just get better. I mean, we could say the same thing about us. <laughs> Great advice, Zach. Just that, get better. From someone Don't who's just... correctly predicted someone three times, I feel like I'm allowed to say get better. Don't just, don't just get better. Be better. Mm. Just and all around. do people. better. Mm. Just yeah. do it. Yes. Shia LaBeouf. All right. Let's move on to week in review. Uh, once again, two weeks running. I am the king. I am the champion. Uh, the Leafs went one, one, and one, as my prediction predicted. I didn't know where I was going with that. Uh, so I was correct. So we had the first win against Montreal. Then we had the loss against Montreal. And then the game that shall not be named against the Senators. You uh, named so it. Not really. That's like Voldemort, even though I just said his name. It's like he who shall not be named. <laughs> but at least we have proper noses. Yes, noses. Woo. All right, so the first game, uh, that was the win against the Habs. Uh, that was a pretty solid game, other than, you know, first shot or second shot of the game where Muzzin uh, gave the puck away and Josh Anderson made Freddie Anderson look like a house league goalie once again. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we saw... Two four-on-four goals from the Leafs. Uh, a goal from Dermott, Hall, Hyman. Um, and, you know, they looked, they looked pretty good. And Mikheyev, I'll say. All, uh, all scoring their first goal of the year. And the three of those guys, so Dermott, Hall, and Mikheyev, 
all scoring their first goal in around a calendar year, which is kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, they took the game 4-2. It's a pretty big, uh, pretty big win against the Habs. At that point, I was saying that was the most important game of the season. Um, but they haven't looked so hot since. So I'll let you guys uh, take over. Yeah, so the second game of this week was on Saturday uh, against Montreal uh, in Toronto this time. Uh, but it was a 2-1 loss to the Habs. Uh, we played well. We started well. Um, we uh, were out shooting them. We were out gunning them really early. It was one nothing. We were looking pretty good. Um, unlike the start in Montreal on Wednesday where we gave up goal pretty early and were behind, this time we were in front which was great until Tyler Toffoli uh, came and scored and does what he does for Montreal. Um, Great for my fantasy team, not so great for the Leafs. Uh, So he scored and then Brendan Gallagher had a really nice like mid-air bat that they had to take a look at to see if it was under the crossbar. But um, it's a really nice goal. Can't fault a whole lot on that I didn't think it was Freddie's fault on that one because it was a deflection he was going the other way it's unfortunate um yeah but we needed to shut down things in the third didn't happen and Montreal came out with a 2-1 victory now let's get to the last (laughs) game because I'm having some difficulty swallowing this damn loss now I'm gonna say the two I'm going to say whatever positives there were in this game, which was obviously Joe Thornton came back from injury, scored a goal, which was nice to see him come back and do that. Austin Matthews is still disgusting. Uh, 13 goals in 15 games. First player, a Leaf player to do that since Wendell Clark in the 1993-94 season. Now, this team is going to be the only reason I die early. (laughs) I am going to walk into a hospital. I'm going to be like, okay, Doctor, my heart's killing me. They're going to be like, why? I'm going to be like, I'm a Leafs fan. They're going to be like, say no more. And I'm going to be going right into the hospital. Now, <laughs> this, I'm not going to. Say less. Say less. I don't want to say, like, I don't want to bring any teams down. But, like, Ottawa is a very, 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 very beatable team. They're bad. And we are up 5-1 with 51 seconds left in the second. Now, we just handed them. This loss, this loss, we just handed them the win. They're still an NHL team. I think the Leafs were like, oh, it's Ottawa, 5-1, third period. We should be fine. But if you give any team a little bit of room, they're going to kill you, even Ottawa. And we just saw that. This was like the most frustrating game I've watched this year by a mile, even more frustrating than the first loss against Ottawa. Because at least we were trying to go for the win, not – absolutely screw ourselves and get five unanswered goals on us. And I know I don't want to blame like Freddie too much, but like when he sees I do us playing like okay. When he sees us playing like absolute poo-poo, <laughs> he has to make some saves to build the momentum. And speaking of momentum, I think that since Wayne Simmons' injury, we haven't yeah. seen that much like momentum coming in, like Simmons would always get into like. There's yeah, been no oomph. Fights, there's but... been no oomph, no yes, no drive, no exactly. no like overriding passion to win a game. So yeah, like this is like the Leafs have to the Leafs have to really figure their poop out right now, because wow. these Good these word. couple of these couple yeah I don't want to mm. be too I don't want to say too much profanity but the 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 cut the, the, the third periods we've had recently have been awful. Yeah. And that has cost us games. And I hope this, I hope the game on Monday was a wake up call. And I hope the game today against Ottawa is a redemption game that they realize, okay, we can't let what happened on Monday happen again for the rest of the season, especially not today. And Ottawa has nine points and four of them have come against us. So like, it's pathetic. Come on, Leafs. Like, please, stop stop killing us. Everyone in Leafs Nation is, is like, this team's going to kill us early. At least they've, at least Ottawa's also beat Montreal, which helps the cause. No, nothing helps the cause of a 5-1 lead and losing <laughs> 6-5 to the Ottawa freaking Senators. All right, you want to know, you want to know my beef? 
I want to uh, sure. Yeah, sure. How do you cook it's that? It's totally... Pork, but... No, that's not kosher. <laughs> uh... <laughs> My... Stop laughing. We're doing a podcast. My beef. Um, you know, I blame everyone, but I also blame the Leafs, most importantly for this. You know, if the Vegas Golden Knights were up four goals against, I don't know, let's just take... San Jose. Sure. The Sharks. Why not? And they blow a, a four-goal lead, <clears throat> excuse me, to, leave, uh, to lose in overtime. Does it sting? Absolutely. Is it a bad game? Of course. But, you know, the next day, they dwell on it. The media bugs them about it. The day after, a whole new game. It's over. That's it. Story's done. Like, we know, we know what happens. When the Leafs do it, it's like Armageddon all over again. It's like it can't just be the one. It's because we know that the Leafs yeah. are accustomed to blowing games like this. And it's, frankly, it's ridiculous. Yes. Like, I, I was saying to you guys before we started recording, this is a David Ayers level loss. And I'll put it up there with any game seven against a, the Bruins that have happened in the last eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, this just can't happen. You know, like you're turning a new leaf, but on <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Turning okay. a new leaf, we're supposed to be better, uh, a better defensive team. You know, did Matthews, Marner, Thornton score and get the points and they looked good? Sure. But I don't care how many goals we have if we're giving up a four goal lead. Five. Well, yeah, four goal lead, five on yeah, extra four. goals. You're right. Like, I don't, I don't care how many goals we score, that's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And there was interviews where Keith was saying, you know, I, I saw the signs early, uh, you know, at the end of the second period. I'm like, well, do something about yeah, it. Yeah, so fix it. Tell the boys, like, yo, maybe let's crack down on defense here. Hey, guys, nope. stop playing horrible. I'm, I'm not going to blame Freddie because we didn't look good in front of him. But, man, he's letting in so many soft goals. Like, it's, the, fir- it's the first goal was very soft, in my opinion. Like, he should have covered the – he should have been on the post. Like, it was just a yeah. – he lets, he lets in a soft goal almost every game. I – yeah. Almost every game. Yeah. See, Freddie is, plays his best when he's not moving, when he's not scrambling. He looks really calm. He's yeah. absorbing those rebounds. That's where he's best at. And we just haven't seen enough of that Frederick Anderson in games. We've seen it in a couple of games where he's been really good. But that kind of level of consistency needs to be up. Like, we need to see that not in 90% of the games. We can't expect to score our way out of 56 games this season. Like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. This, that's exactly what this showed, is we can't yeah, outscore 55, our way. 55 maybe, but not 56. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, even my, even in the first game against Montreal on Wednesday, you know, Freddie gives up that soft one to Josh Anderson. I mean, I get it was a turnover, but Muzzin no, turned the puck over one. in at the red line. Like you have enough time to know it's coming, and he just like lets it trickle five full. Like it's unacceptable. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Toffoli goal in the second game too, I thought was pretty soft. The Gallagher one was nice, but the Toffoli one, like that area of the net. He was at the side of the net. The angle was hard. That should have been an easy post cover. Yep. This yeah. is when we really need Jack Campbell back. Yeah. Yeah. To give to give Freddie some rest and let him recover, and let Jack Campbell play a couple of games, maybe even more. Because I kind of like the two games that he's played this year. He looked really good. Two two wins. Yeah. So, hopefully, he can like help Freddie out a lot more this year. Yeah, I know we were talking about it last week, but I think tonight has to be a statement game. So I think Freddie's back in net. Tomorrow it's Hutchinson, unless Campbell makes a random recovery and goes in. But yeah, mm-hmm. Freddie no, tonight, back to back. Tomorrow's got to be Hutchinson. Give him a break. Um, yeah, I, I don't even have words for it anymore. I mean, like we could break down this game in, in over an hour. I thought Tavares, Nylander, Hyman line was not even close to at the level they should have been. They were invisible. Yeah. I think Hyman, uh, Hyman, I think Tavares had a power play assist, like a secondary assist. But, like, that's great. How about you not cough the puck up in front of our own net and cause a goal? Oh, that happened, like, three Bloody, or that four happened. times. I, oh. think, I think Tavares gave up the puck that game five times in, the, in, like, the first half of the game. 
Yeah. From if what I remember, you're the not going to be. If you're not going to be contributing on the score sheet, you better not be a detriment on the score sheet. Like if you're not scoring goals, don't cause them the other end. But like this is where this is where Leafs Nation comes into play, because Tavares in 16 games has 15 points. So he is producing on the score sheet. It's just that most games that we've seen him play this year, he's been very lethargic. Like, he looks like he doesn't want to skate. It's like he's invisible. Like, I know he has 15 points in 16 games, but it just doesn't seem like he has 15 points in 16 games. He hasn't had a game where he's carried. I think that's what we're noticing. There hasn't been a game where, like, John Tavares was the best player on the ice. Let me let me play devil's advocate here. As long as Matthews is in the lineup, Tavares doesn't have to be that guy. I'm not I'm not giving him an excuse to not, you know, produce. Like 15 points in 16 games. If at the end of the season in 56 games played, Tavares has 50 points, I'm very happy. But I'm not entirely like Tavares doesn't have to be the guy when Matthews is there. It's true. If, but we if can't, that makes sense. But we I'm can't not, put I'm not it all on not, Matthews. I know we can. No, but I mean, Matthews. You know, like I'm not. I'm not giving Tavares permission to not contribute. Like you have to contribute. You're making eleven million dollars a year to be our our second line centerman. You have to do your job. What but a statement. He does not have to be the guy carrying your team offensively. Right, like Tavares yeah. is other than the last game, a relatively responsible two-way centerman. He is pretty good defensive play in our own zone, in the neutral zone. Obviously, we know what he can do offensively. He might not be the flashiest player, but he's good in front of the net, tips pucks. He can shoot, pass. Like He, he has the tools. Mm-hmm. But, but on he, a line with... On a line yeah, with... Like, on a line with Nylander, and who's very poor defensively, Tavares is to step up in the defensive yeah. zone, which he did not do, or which he hasn't been doing in recent games. From what I've been seeing, a lot of turnovers. I will. So, I'll give him credit. I don't know if this is credit, but whenever we're playing, it seems like Tavares is the forward that gets the brunt of the physicality from the other team's defense or offense. He's always the guy. Like it was with Shea Weber when he literally sat on his face and with his knees into the ice. Yeah. Like Tavares yeah. is always battling in front of the net. Like he's always the guy getting pushed around. Always. He knows he he's will amazing. though. He's a punching bag. But that's what you got to expect that when you're in front of the net. It's no yeah. easy route to just stand in front of the other team's goalie and not get yeah. crushed like a couple of times or thrown around. That's he where, knows. That's where we're missing Simmons. I feel like Simmons, when he was on that line, took the brunt of the physicality, which let Tavares and Nylander kind of have a little more space. And we are missing that. And I think we're missing it in a big way. Agreed. Um, yeah. You know, I don't want to... We really need to uh, to get a mechanic in to fix that Wayne train. That's <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, right. I cut you off, Zach. What were you going to say? Uh, I don't... Yeah, thanks, Rand. Uh, I... Let, re... let, me... let me start again. It was two bad losses two losses where we were leading into the third period and then we ended up losing. I don't think it's time to panic. I think least least we're so used to having a bad team that we're like, as soon as things go wrong, we're immediately like firing up flares. We're like, Oh my gosh, trade Nylander. Like my dad said that to me. He's like, I, I, has Nylander done a lot? And I'm like, he hasn't scored in a couple of games. He's like, you should trade him. I'm like, Oh my gosh, dad. No, that's not, that's, least that's not how that works. So they're still in first place. We have the yeah. best goal goal differential in the division with plus 14. We have yeah. 11 wins and five combined losses, two of those in overtime, 24 points. It's not time to panic yet, but if you don't address things that are going wrong now, they could be in a, in a shortened season. They could be catastrophic. So don't want to panic. I know we've sounded a little bit panicky now because the last two games were were brutal. But, you know, I think tonight, like, if I had to give a prediction, I know it's not a prediction, but if I had to give a prediction, I think they're going to thrash the Senators tonight. I don't think there's any way that they're just going to come in with a meager effort tonight. And if they I do come even, in with a meager effort, then I'm going to be mad. 
I don't even think it's like I think they will. It's like they have no choice. Like there's no <laughs> option. Oh yeah. You have to you have to obliterate the senators tonight. Like full on relentless, no mercy. I don't care. You know, let let Brady Kachuk get pissed and fight someone. Good. Let him get pissed. I don't care. Jake Muzzin. They're, they're, I was literally sure. just going to say that, Zach. <laughs> Jake Muzzin uh, seems like to single-handedly want to fight both Kachuk brothers at once. It's not possible, but I think... Nah, he, he could do it because he's got the beard on his side. <laughs> like, the beard like, adds like, the beard adds like 75 fight points, for sure. Mm. Mm. <laughs> fight points. Yeah. <laughs> so, with Muzzin and the beard is like pretty even with, with both Kachuks. All right, let's move on because we could dwell on our sorrows for much longer than this. But people, maybe they do want to listen to that. Um, maybe we'll do like a late night one. We grab a couple beers and then really get sad. Um, <laughs> uh, let's move on to some breaking news. I know, Paul, you touched upon uh, Thornton coming back from injury. Yep, looked pretty solid. Again, the beard probably helps in some of that injury recovery. That's good for 25 recovery points. Yep, I believe so. For sure. Um, so good news. It seems like Nick Robertson, and Jack Campbell are close to returning. Uh, Robertson played an AHL game last night and scored a goal. Obviously. What a beauty. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's good. Um, interesting where I think Robertson could slot into the lineup. And as we move into our next piece of breaking news is that the Leafs required Alex Galchenyuk. I don't, I, you know, it seems like the Leafs are just thirsty for bottom six options at this point. Well, I mean, we didn't give up much or basically anything. Yeah. So I don't see a negative in this trade. And Galchenia could be a good depth third line wherever they want to play in bottom six Fourth player. Line. Fourth line. Okay. We'll say bottom six. Yeah. So I don't see anything like I'm not mad at the trade. I was just like I was just like no, I'm surprised either. that it happened. Yeah. But we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. So here's here's why I think it's good. And I think a lot of Leafs Nation was kind of freaking out. And just you could have claimed him on waivers before. Why would you do this? So stupid. Just, you know, look at the facts. So first of all, we gave up Igor Korshkov and David uh Warsawski. Two guys probably not gonna crack the Leafs. We're no. being honest. Not going to crack the team. It's not a loss to, to lose those guys. Um, Galchenyuk, I know this is like the once had. Once had 30 goals and 56 yep. points in a season. Am I expecting him to get back to that? No, not a chance. But, you know, he still has that capability somewhere. So, you know, maybe he finds some sort of connection with the Leafs. By doing this trade, the Leafs also have contract flexibility. Because you can have a maximum of 50 contracts. So now we technically lost a contract. So if we want to bring in another player, we have more uh, flexibility there. Um, a big part of this is that Galchenyuk, since he was cleared uh, through waivers by the Hurricanes, the Marlies actually acquired him, not the Maple Leafs. Uh, which means that his cap hit doesn't affect the cap if we don't call him up. Ah. Which also... If we do call him up, then the whole cap part comes. We can also saw some back and forth like a puck to and from the taxi squad with no <laughs> issues. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. He is making just north of a million, but since the season has already started, we don't take on the full million. It's kind of prorated per however many games he's already played. So we don't take the full cap hit. If we never call yeah. him up, his contract's buried in the Marlies. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So played, those are some of the facts. Games. Something uh, something to consider. Yeah. I think we'll just see what happens. We'll see what Keith wants to do and what Dubis wants to do. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if Galchanek plays games with us on the bottom six lines anyways. But... Yeah, me neither. I think it's low risk, high reward. Or medium yes. reward. Medium yeah, reward. medium reward. Yeah, we'll high say reward, medium. he comes back and scores 45 goals. <laughs> <laughs> on the fourth line. Dude. On the fourth line. I don't even think Matthews is going to score 45 <laughs> goals this season. All right, well, he's on pace for it. Yeah, I, I, I think he could. I think he definitely he could because anyway. it's Austin yeah. freaking Matthews. Yeah. Uh, I like this. You know what? I, at first, I was so confused because he had just been traded to Carolina. I was like, why? But then I remembered that this Leafs team is re team redemption. This is 
Joe Thornton never won a cup with San Jose in however many years that he played. Wayne Simmons kind of trailed off over the last few years, not looking like before this season, he wasn't looking like his Philadelphia date. Now, Alex Elchenyuk used to be really good in Montreal. It was him and Gallagher as a one-two punch. He's trailed off. He's played for like five different teams in the last five years. So this is, and then Toronto just needs redemption in general for everything. So this is redemption team. Yeah, we should just call us Redemption City. Should I should we change our goal song from uh, the Hall & Oates song to Redemption Song? Who's it by? By Bob Marley? I have no idea. I, 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 would, I, would, I would assume you're right. We're going to seem really uncultured and young if we don't know that. Should I look it up? Yeah, you could if you want, but like... We, we definitely know what song that is, right? That's yeah, by Why Bob Marley. Why would you even, even say such a thing? It's Bob. Yeah, <laughs> it's Bob Marley. I knew it. I called it from the beginning. Okay, buddy. I never had a doubt. So yeah, so the Galchenyuk trade, nothing to, to turn heads about. Just interesting to keep your eye on. Uh, in news outside of the Leafs in the NHL, there has been a couple post games, post games, postponed games in <laughs> Dallas. Surprise, surprise, but not due to COVID nineteen, but the weather. The huh. winter weather or storms in Dallas cause power outages. Jeez. Yeah. I think that's so ironic. Absolutely hilarious. It's like bad enough, you know, Dallas especially had their first, what, like six games postponed because they had a COVID outbreak, and now they yeah. can't even play games because Texas can't handle the snow. <laughs> yeah. That, that's no, what they I'm had hearing. Like, they had like, like some places had like over 36 hours of no power. It's yep. a lot. Like, a lot of time, no power. Like, it went down to four degrees Fahrenheit, I think. And at Jeez. first, I was like, oh, that's so bad. And then it's, like, minus 13 Celsius. I'm like, we, we like, walk outside shorts and t-shirt minus 13 degrees Celsius. Yeah. I'm like. That's, like, that's that our is, summer weather. That's shinny weather. That is definitely shinny weather. Oh, that's pure hockey. But now hockey is getting postponed because of that temperature. <laughs> well. So. We got to. Well, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Got to do what you got to do, and we got to move on. Uh, so, yeah, we'll keep it on. Some stuff going on. Too bad we couldn't have had a power outage here in Toronto on Monday night. You know, nothing important happened. So, uh, a power yeah, outage. Uh, Scotiabank yeah. Arena just losing power suddenly, like, with 51 seconds. The game's 5-2. It's like, period. oh, it's just a win. Ah, what can you do? They're not going to come <laughs> back. Oh, wait. It's the Senators. All right, yeah. let's move on. Uh, now we're going to go to over-under, one of our favorite segments here. We take a statistical projection about the Leafs. Talk about if we think they're on pace for that projection. They're going to do over-under it. Uh, yeah, you get the deal. Uh, this time, we're going to look at the, a team projection. I know the last few times we've done players specifically. Mm -hmm. So here's the, the deal. Uh, the Leafs record right now, 11-3-2. and two which has their winning percentage, which is different from points percentage, which is what you see on standings. So the Leafs winning percentage is 0.688. So in a 56-game schedule, that puts them on pace to have 38.5 wins. You know, I know you can't have half a win, but we're going to keep it because with the over-under, we're going to use that number 38.5. So do you think the Leafs will have over 39 wins or under 38 wins? or less or more, you know, respectively, on the season. Zach, what do you think? Uh, ooh, this is in, – in a regular size season, I take the over uh, like 100 times out of 100. This time, I think I got to take the under. I think we've been high-flying into the last couple of games. It's looked good. But keeping up – like getting back to where we were a few games ago and then holding that for the rest of the season – is going to be tough. We don't know how COVID's going to come in. Like, we don't know. There's uh, so many factors this year. I, I got to take the under. It's the safer It's the safer bet. Um, yeah, I, I think it's close, but I got to take the under here. So, Zach, going to your point of a full season, I would hope we get over 38 and a half wins in an 82-game season. <laughs> I really hope so, because that's going to be a little bit of a problem if we don't. <laughs> but in the 56-game season that we're having right now, I'm going to – I'm actually going to take the over because that's how positive I am sometimes. Not really. Positive but, Paul. Yes, positive Paul. 
I, I'm, I don't say we're going to destroy the over-under. I feel like we're going to get 39, 40-41 wins. That's what I'm going to say. So I'm going to take the over. I feel like we're going to – when everyone comes back from injury, we're going to be playing like we played like the first six, seven games when we were, when we were like 7-1-1, when we were playing well as a team defensively. And I, I just think we're going to progress forward during the season. Yeah. I'll take the over. Cautious, uh, cautiously optimistic with that. Um, you know, I think this this last game was a blunder, obviously, but it, it has to be a turning point. And that's weird to say. You know, you don't you don't talk about many teams who are sitting at eleven three and two as needing you know a wake up call. Hmm. Right. That kind of goes to my point about it. it's just like because it's the Leafs, but it, it has to be. There's no alternative here. You know, uh, Keith is talking about a lot about winning habits, championship caliber habits. You got to put it into play, you know. Actions speak louder than words. I think, I hope, fingers crossed, it's, uh, it is a turning point, and they kind of get back on pace. The only reason I'm also going to take the over is because they're in the North Division. If it was, you know, normal alignment, in let's say a 56 game season, then I'd be a little hesitant. Nonetheless, I will, I will take the over, but cautious, uh, cautious, cautious optimism moving forward. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, now it's time to move on to our other favorite segment, uh, two truths and a lie. Uh, TSN has the quiz master. Maybe you guys can call me the truth master. <laughs> Mm, the truth master or the truth lie master. master or the lie <laughs> master maybe uh so this segment is where uh i do a little dark web deep dive into the stats about leaves some facts around hockey in the nhl and i do not tell paul or zach and i give them three statements two of them are true one of them is a lie and it is up to them to crack the code and solve the mystery, for lack of a better word, of which of those three statements is a lie. So I, I felt bad for you guys because I keep stumping you. That's the whole point so, of the thing, though. Well, yes, but I, I'm here. I, I support your success. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for you. See, I want to be see, your look, support he's, system. He's the lie master. He's lying right now. Yeah, exactly. he's the lie master. <laughs> so this one, uh, the theme for this week is, is this season stats. So this will come down to how well you've been paying attention to the 16 games over the last month and a half. Yeah. So in no particular order, statement number one, Alexander Kerfoot has 10 penalty minutes. Statement one, Kerfoot has 10 penalty minutes on the season. Statement number two, Tavares, Nylander, and Hyman have a collective zero points this season against the Calgary Flames. Tavares, Nylander, Hyman have a collective zero points against the Calgary Flames. That's statement number two. And statement number three, Marner leads the Leafs in average time on ice per game this season. Statement three, Marner leads the Leafs in average time on ice this season. All stuff this year, talk about a few different players. Uh, I'll, I'll throw it to Zach. You're, uh, you're on the hot seat. What do you got? So, Kerfee with 10 penalty minutes. Hyman Tavares, Nylander had zero points against Calgary. How many times have we played Calgary, by the way? Two, two games. Two games. We played them two games. Hey, I'll help you out. In those two games, the Leafs have scored seven goals for. Okay. And the last one. Where's Mitch? Uh, where's Marner Mitch? leads the Leafs in average time on ice. I'm, I think that's a truth. I think Marner, like, that's the not. Well, maybe. You got me, like, I'm so confused and, like, paranoid about what to choose. Because of how the last ones have gone. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to say the Marner one is the lie. 
because I've definitely seen Kerfoot in the box. And I don't think that Tavares, Nylander, and Hyman had zero points against Calgary. Like, I don't remember it being, like, one lot. Like, the Matthews line just carried everything. So I'm going to say that Mitch leading the time on ice, because leading the time on ice for a forward not named Connor McDavid is pretty tough. So I'm going to say that's the lie. So you're saying the third one is a lie, is false? Yes. Okay. Paul, so what you got? The the Kerfoot, ten minutes of pen, ten minutes of penalties, I believe is the truth because for for two three games for one of those games he had four penalties, so that's eight minutes right there. And I think the game before he had another penalty as well because I remember Leafs Nation saying Kerfoot's been getting too many penalties the past couple of games, so I believe the Kerfoot ten minute penalty is true. Now. But the other two, I remember for the Marner time on ice, I remember Matthews leading the team in ice time a couple times. But you said that the average this season is Marner. Yeah. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say the same as Zach. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to say the Mitch one is true. And I'm going to say the Tavares, Nylander, and Hyman line getting zero points against Calgary is the lie okay so that's what i'm going with once again you guys have different opinions and Good. paul you probably should have agreed with zach he got it right Damn. <laughs> uh so the lie was that marner leads the leafs in average time on ice this season it is actually morgan riley who mm-hmm. is averaging a full minute more than him per game uh, but Marner is second on the team, which means that Kerfoot does have 10 penalty minutes, uh, which I thought was surprising. It seems like he would have a lot more. I thought that was low. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you guys kind of thought that was on pace with uh, what you thought he should have. So that one didn't seem too much of a curveball. And the, the other truth is that Tavares, Nylander, and Hyman have zero collective points in two games against the Flames this season. That is true. Good God. <laughs> so what do I get for winning? You get the satisfaction of getting it right. Pride. The Maybe satisfaction just a bit of, pride. of being smarter than Paul. I think I'll take that. I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this, is the, this is the four years of university memories all over again. Where Zach would always beat me by like one, two percent on every test and it pissed me off. Yeah, every time. Hey, Paul, what'd you get on the assignment? Ah, 82. Zach, what'd you get? 83? Every time. <laughs> for four years. I don't uh, understand. <laughs> uh, uh, I miss university. Eight ball pool is fun. Uh, let's move on. Mm, nope. Uh, so that was two truths and a lie. It was good. Uh, happy to see someone got it right. Good job, Zach. Uh, now we're going to go to Would You Rather. Uh, up to this point, the Would You Rathers have been a little... I'll say, you know, very big scale. I think yeah. this is a little more small scale and uh, pretty relevant with what's going on in the last uh, week or so. So here it is. Here's the scoop. Would you rather Hyman play on the first line with Matthews and Marner or he play on a different line? As simple as that. Uh, if you say the Matthews and Marner line, hit me up. Let me know why. And if you want him to play on a different line, Give us uh, what line that is. And Paul, since you just gave me that look, you can go first. What look? I don't know. It looked like, I can't believe you just said, hit me up on the podcast. On the potty. <laughs> no, no. that's. I like the line. I love I love saying, hit me up on the potty. Zach doesn't like saying the potty. I, Let's I get that like straight. That word. Yeah. All right, Paul, so, what do you got? I would rather have Hyman play on a different line. Because I know he played well with Matthews and Marner, but Marner and Matthews have been playing well the entire season. And maybe that, that's what Hyman needs. But Hyman, Hyman hasn't been playing bad, in my opinion. I think he should play on the Tavares line because he, he gives that extra oomph to that line. Like, he goes and battles in the corners with Tavares. Like, he goes in front of the net. He can, he can give Johnny that space to, 
to go into the side and, and, and shoot more instead of just staying in front of the net because he knows Hyman can do it. Nylander can feed Tavares for those one-timers. So it gives Tavares that extra space to do something different. But, like, you could go either way with this because Hyman on the Matthews and Marner line will give that oomph to that line because they don't really battle that much. Well, Matthews, considering, has been doing better. But I'd stick with uh, Hyman playing on a different line. And if I had to pick a line, it'd be Tavares' line. Yeah, I think uh, Hyman's the type of player who makes things happen. Yeah. And that line needs needs something to happen. Yeah. I think – in if we're assuming that Wayne Simmons is is healthy, I'm having I gotta have Hyman on that first line with Matthews and Marner. I gotta disagree with you, Paul. I think Hyman is like step one towards a goal. He gets the puck, he battles, his intensity level is crazy off the charts. So he'll go in the corners, he'll get the puck, he'll give it to Marner. Marner will make a couple of defensemen look foolish, and then Matthews will just rip one. So I love that one, two, three play. Thornton on that line, I got to stick with what I said last week. I didn't like Thornton on that line. He got two points, which was great, but it's been one game. Uh, I don't see him on that first line. I don't see him on that second line. I see Simmons on that second line because I feel like Simmons is the driving force for them. And I like Simmons with Tavares and Nylander better than I like Hyman because Simmons does less of the, the corner work than Hyman does, but Tavares does more of the corner, corner work than Matthews does. So it kind of balances out for me. And then I maybe put uh, Thornton on that third line with a mix of whoever, Kerfoot's and whoever's playing well at the time. Like, I think he's, yeah. he can be good for that third line, which kind of needs a boost. Yeah. I mean, I'm really on the fence about this one. Uh, I will bless you guys with some statistical knowledge here. So, according to moneypuck.com, which is a analytical hockey website, uh, if we look at all of the lines in hockey who have played 65 minutes of hockey together or more, this is a pretty good chunk of lines, you know, top lines who've been together. Yeah. So, all of those lines who have played 65 minutes or more, the Hyman, Matthews, and Marner line leads the NHL in expected goals for per 60 minutes mm-hmm. with 4.08, which is, which is saying, you know, if those guys are averaging 20 minutes a game on a low, uh, that's four goals per three games from that line. Damn. It's pretty good. So the way I look at it, do you take Hyman off something you know is working and giving you success? to try to even out your scoring amongst two lines, or do you just let the big guns go and hope the second line, you know, they have the, the, the talent and the caliber players where they should be able to get things going, mm-hmm. let them do it, fix it, you know, figure their stuff out and just let the, let your, your top unit, be your top unit. Mm-hmm. So I'm torn. Um, but I think in a season like this, I think depth takes the cake. And I, I don't know if I'm, saying second line is depth at this point. But I think we need to uh, – Matthews and Marner will get it done anyways. So I think we need to see Hyman on the second line and really try to spark something with Tavares and Nylander because, you know, they're both hovering close to a point per game, but they haven't looked as good as they should. Yeah. I guess. No. I agree. You know, it's also, it's not, it's not set in stone, right? I mean, we've seen Keefe is, is more than happy to shuffle around the lines. See what happens. Play, play around. Simmons comes back. You got a whole new situation on your hand, but that's still five weeks away. Yeah. Each, each option is, is a positive, like whether Hyman plays on the Matthews Marner line or whether he plays on a different line, I feel like he he'll produce or do his job no matter what. So we'll see what yeah. Keefe wants to do. Yes, it's good. It's a good problem to have when you have a player who's that versatile. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the week ahead. We got about 10 minutes left to wrap up here. So a little bit of a shorter one, maybe. Uh, But four games on the schedule this week between now and next Wednesday when we record. I don't even know if we said the date today, but today is February 17th. Uh, 
bright and early, recording at uh, started at 9 a.m. ish today. So we got four games on the slate tonight against the Senators, tomorrow against the Senators, both games at home. Then on Saturday, we head out to Montreal, play the Canadians once again. And then on Monday, come back and get the Flames. So hopefully Tavares Nylander Hyman could get on the board in that game. Um, <laughs> I had tonight's game slated, as we kind of teased, as a statement game for the Leafs. And 100%. I had Saturday as another important game, uh, you know, playing the Habs. They haven't played since Saturday, so they have like six days off uh, until we play them. So they'll be well-rested. Yeah, they'll be well-rested. They'll also have a few games in hand, so that's why it's extra important that we can beat them in that Yeah, game. they'll have three games in hand on this when we play them on Saturday. Yeah. So, so uh, a, win, a win will be pretty big. Yeah. Um, what are you guys looking forward to in those uh, four games? Anything stand out to you? Um. Well, obviously, I'm looking forward. I, I, I always look forward to a Montreal-Toronto game. Um, I'm looking forward. I look forward to every Leaf game, but I'm most uh, ex- <laughs> like wow. Who would have seen that coming? That's the right yeah, answer. It's, <laughs> it's true. I look forward to every Leaf game, but most importantly, those like Montreal-Toronto battles. I'm, yeah, I'm the mar- forward to, the marquee matchups. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the Munch- to the Calgary game on Monday. Because I'd like to see a Muzzin versus Kachuk battle. Yeah. Which would be nice to see. And I'm just uh, hoping that tonight's game will be a statement game. And I hope tomorrow's game against Ottawa will also, will not be a statement game, but just a, a good overall game in general. So I'd be okay if happens. it was another statement game. That's fine. With me. Yeah, that'd be nice too. Two in a row, no big game. statement games, hopefully. Zach, anything you catching know. your eye in the next uh, four? Uh, tonight. Tonight's the biggest one for me. You got to bounce back. It's, what you do tonight will define how people will view the Toronto Maple Leafs for a while. And that yeah. makes, okay, that makes it sound like way more important than it actually is. But I feel like you have to. No, it's to, important. No, one, no one's questioning on that. It's important yeah. for sure. <laughs> you can't, I don't want to say you have to win tonight. Like you should win every game, but you have to have effort tonight. There needs to be shut down. If you're winning in the third period, like no goals against please. Yeah. I don't think my heart or Paul's heart can take it. Like he's poor guys almost in the hospital already, please. So yeah, tonight's the biggest one for me and maybe the tomorrow game too, because we might see a Michael Hutchinson start. So mm. it'll be interesting to see. Zach, we're trying to like mend Paul. Don't, don't, don't push oh, him right. back into Sorry. the hospital. Uh, <laughs> uh, Freddie will start both games and we'll be fine. Not <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen on a back-to-back. I like it. Um, I would say tonight is as close as you can get in a regular season to a must-win game. Yeah. Uh, there's there's no no beating around the bush. Uh, record predictions. Uh, I was correct once again. Two weeks running. I'm cursed with knowledge and yeah. devilish good looks, <laughs> as my dad would say. Uh, so... I'm really tempted to just say 4-0 because maybe they just – their record is just what I say it's going to be. But I don't want to – I don't want to, like, you know, hamp down on, on the rest of the league. So I'll say 3-1-0. 3-1-0. Okay. 3-1-0. Um, I, I, I say we beat the Senators in both games. If, if anyone's going to beat us, it, I could see it being Montreal, and then we beat Calgary. Okay. 3-1-0. I, I guessed 1-1-1 one, one, and one for this past week, but I wasn't right about where the wins and losses and overtime loss came from, but the record was correct. Mm-hmm. So 3-1-0. Zach, you had 2-2-0. Two, two and oh. yeah. And Paul, you had 2-1-1. One, and one. Yes. I think I would be happy if, if, if we only get two wins to at least have one overtime loss in there. But I want to hear your guys' thoughts on why you uh, had your predictions. So two two and oh, um, I don't want to be the negative one this week because I don't like that. But they haven't been trending well the last couple of games. We've talked about that so much already. Uh, it really depends on what they do tonight. I think if they lose tonight, then they may do even worse than two two and oh. But if they win tonight, they could do better. 
Uh, I think we beat the Senators once. I think they've been a pain in the butt. So I think they're going to beat us once, probably the second game. Uh, and then I think Calgary's going to want revenge because we pretty much stumped them the other times we played them. Uh, but I think we'll beat Montreal in Montreal. Now, all right, Paul. I think, <clears throat> so the week we're talking about right now is the first week, if I recall, that we've had more losses than wins. So I think this is going to be redemption week. And hopefully Ryan's fake prediction's right, a 4-0-0. Yes. I'm going to go 2-1-1. One, one. I feel like, I feel like we, we will and we should beat Ottawa both games. Just to even up the season series because this is just sad. <laughs> and, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, uh, Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah, literally. Maybe that could be our new goal song. I think think we're going to lose to Calgary. I feel like we'll take Montreal into overtime. And I hope I'm – I always hope I'm wrong with these loss predictions. I always wish we go 4-0-0 or 3-0-0. But I think think Calgary will beat us this week. And I feel like we'll lose to Montreal in overtime. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope we're 4-0 now. I hope yeah, Zach's, prediction, would be, I, I hope would Zach's be nice. prediction is like the most wrong out of all of ours. No offense. <laughs> but, 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 but with the Leafs... Just shots always... against Zach for making us wake up early and record. That's what it no, is. No, no, no. It's not yeah, a yeah, shot yeah, to yeah. Zach. No, it He's is for me. I beat him. It's just when talking about the Leafs, there always has to be a negative part because it's the Leafs. Yeah. Listen, guys. You wake up at 9. You get... You get your coffee in. The sun is shining. It's a nice day. Like I don't know. It's a nice snow. day. Have you looked outside? What's wrong with snow? Hey, hey, hey! It's everything, sunny guy. I hate well, the I mean, snow. I know Dallas hates the snow, but why should we? I'd hate rather the snow? eat a bucket of shrimp than go outside in the snow. I do both. Do you know how much a bucket of shrimp is? Like that's I a eat, lot of shrimp. I eat a that's bucket a of shrimp in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's concerning on its own. All right, so those are our record predictions for this week ahead. Uh, if you're still listening this far into the episode, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. We know they're, they're long. If you're listening, you probably have birthed one of us or we're in that process or are a close personal friend. So thank you. Wow, voice crack. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you next week. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Original6Podcast, not potty but podcast, even though we are a poddy. Um, no, we're, we're a podcast. That's why it's... Yes. Make sure to get those goal predictions in. <laughs> we'll see you next week. And boys, what are our favorite three words? Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go. More coffee, please. Oh, uh, that's the wrong part. Don't screw up. <laughs> Don't screw up. <laughs> I need a nap. That's four words. Damn. That's four words. <laughs> it's nap time. There we go. All right, go everybody. Leafs, go Thank you very much for listening. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Take it easy.